Hello, this is Kelly Francis with the Double Trouble Podcast. We are back from San Diego, which was awesome. And we're welcomed by the wonderful change in weather. It's really become fall and it's nice, like 65, 70 degrees. You can kind of wear shorts, wear jeans, whatever you want. Of course, I'm sure this weather will last for about a week and a half, as it always does, and then it will just get cold. But I'm enjoying it while it's here. I'm a little worried about um, it getting too cold so that we can't take the girls out for a walk in the evening because that's such a reliever when they're screaming. They'll really calm down in the stroller. So hopefully we'll be able to hold that out for a little while longer. So San Diego, and really Coronado is where we went, um, which is a little island just off of San Diego, was so awesome. It was so much better than I even imagined it would be. I was really hesitant about going and leaving the girls for the first time, and I never ever would have had the guts to do this, except that we had friends getting married there, and this is when they were getting married, so if we were going to see it, we had to go then, and it was perfect. It was perfect amount of time, I think, since the girls have been born, and I really didn't miss them as much as I thought I was going to. Like, I missed them, but I wasn't crying or anything, and I didn't want to turn around and get on a plane and get home, and as a matter of fact, I even said to Dan the last day, like, I think I could stay for a couple more days, but um, it was so relaxing just not having to worry about what the girls were going to do every time we wanted to do something. We could go out to eat what we wanted, and we could sleep in late, and we could eat breakfast out, and eat dinner out, and eat lunch out, and it was just really nice and relaxing, and it was nice to have some time just to have normal conversations with Dan, like not even about, you know, important stuff, just about normal stuff that we don't have time for anymore. So it was awesome. I highly recommend it to anyone twins or not, um, <laughs> and especially because it's not something that I would, would have taken the time out to do myself, and I'm so glad that we did. And it's also gotten me thinking that I should be doing more as far as taking time out for myself personally, by myself, uh, because I'm not really taking much time to do things for myself. Of course, this, this podcast is one of the things that I do take time out for, and it is a nice stress reliever to get things off of my mind. But even things just like taking time to read a book or to go for a walk by myself, I just think that that is really important to have personal time. And it's hard to make a priority right now, but I think it should be a priority. So I'm going to try and work on that more. As far as things that happened before we left for San Diego, we started our first swimming class with the girls, and that was really exciting. And I was so surprised because we've taken them swimming a couple times over the summer, and it, it's gone like okay. Like they'll like it for a little while, but maybe 10 minutes into it, they'll get upset and start screaming. They're, they're not really into it for a long period of time. And this class is about 45 minutes long. So I had limited expectations. But they were great. And actually, all the babies in the class were great. I was surprised. I thought we'd at least have a couple screamers, but everybody did just fine. And basically, what they did was they had us get in the pool and we brought like a bath toy. So the girls, I guess it was, you know, something familiar from home was the idea. And then they had us stand in like a big circle and walk around in a circle singing songs like the wheels on the bus and Pop Goes the Weasel and stuff. And then, you know, you'd bounce the girls in and out of the water as you were singing these songs. So it was pretty cool. The kids all seemed to really enjoy it. And it was funny because Dan went with me, obviously, because we each had a girl and 
as we were going around the circle, I kept just losing it and cracking up. I thought it was so like yuppie and cliche that we were doing the swimming class for the girls. I couldn't stand it. It just cracked me up. I thought it was so funny. Hopefully I'll be more together. We're going back again today. So, <laughs> um, and then we actually had bathing suits for them that my sister got a long time ago. We went to Florida when they were two and a half months old and she got us little baby bathing suits. They're little bikinis, <laughs> but we had them in them at the last swimming class. And Allegra particularly, it's just way too small for Allegra. She is, she's got such a belly and thick thighs that she's in size four diapers, which geez, most kids aren't in them for another couple of months at least. Ramsey, I've tried to put her in fours because I don't like buying the different size diapers just because it's annoying. I have to keep track. And, uh, I can't, they fall off of Ramsey. There's no way she's anywhere near close to being in size four. I just think it's so funny. Anyway, so the, the bathing suit just doesn't fit her well. So when we were in San Diego, we thought, okay, this will be a place to get bathing suits. Because I had been looking around, thinking at least in the clearance section, at, at some of these kids' stores, even Target or anything, that they would have some bathing suits left. But I haven't found any. And I did find a few online, but... I'm a little wary about getting kids clothes online because I feel like the sizes are so off. Am I like the only one who thinks this? Some of the clothes they wear say newborn on them and they're in nine month clothes and other brands. It's so crazy. So anyway, I'd like to be able to see the clothing item before I get it. So in San Diego, we found this little store that was like just kids stuff. And they did have, it was luckily a clearance rack of a bunch of bathing suits. So we got these cute little 12-month bathing suits that are actually, I'd even say, I haven't tried them on the girls yet, but they seem a little bit on the small side to me for being 12 months. But uh, we'll see how they fit. I'm sure that'll be fine, and they are stretchy and everything. But So that's exciting. And another exciting thing that happened was we live out in the middle of nowhere, and the nearest grocery store is 20 minutes away. We do have a highs. It's about five minutes away if you need milk or eggs. But, you know, any kind of serious thing you have to go 20 minutes away for. So going out to the store is a big deal. Obviously, nobody delivers to the house. You can't even, like, the closest restaurant is 15 minutes away. It's really hard to, to do anything spur of the moment. Well, this one restaurant that is 15 miles away has decided to start delivering to our house. It's so exciting. <laughs> and we had we did it one time right before we left for San Diego. It was awesome. And they're actually a um, full menu restaurant. They have pizza, which I guess is their general delivery thing, but they also have subs and entrees like chicken marsala and um, fish and wraps and I, basically anything you can think of this place will make for you they, they they really run the gamut of like grilled cheese all the way up to like a nice fish dinner with green beans and mashed potatoes or whatever so I'm totally psyched these people are going to get all of our business for the rest of my life I'm very excited so something else we got was we finally went out and got a jogging stroller we've been talking about it forever and we went to Burlington Coat Factory and they had one, it was an in-step Safari TT that we got for, I think it was $175, which was, I feel like Burlington is, you know, about 10% cheaper than you can get at other places and that was about on par with this. However, that's just for this specific jogging stroller. I mean, the jogging strollers go up to six, $800. They're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. I can't imagine spending that much on any stroller. 
I don't care what it can do. <laughs> but I have to tell you, this is the best stroller we own. I love it. I'm like, don't even want to get out the other strollers anymore. It's so sad because it's so easy to handle. I, I don't know what about it. It does use bicycle tires and I don't know if that's really the key to it, but it's so effortless to push. And the one we got, jogging strollers, typically the front wheel locks forward, locks straight. So it's easier for, you know, it doesn't wiggle around while you're jogging. But that's not really very useful if you're going to use it as a regular stroller. Well, this one, it has a little switch on it and you can either lock it straight or you can make it so the wheel can swivel around. And when you use the swivel thing, it can like spin in a circle on top of itself. It's so easy to maneuver. It's awesome. And it's really comfy for the girls inside. The only downsides are it doesn't have a drink tray or any kind of tray for the parents. Although there is one you can purchase separately from InStep, um, which they have a really bad picture on their website, so I can't decide if it's worth it or not. I, I think I want to see somebody's in person. But the other thing is the they don't have a tray for the girls either. There's like this cushy bar for them. They call it like a relaxer bar or something. I don't know. And they put their feet up on it. But there isn't a cup holder or a tray or anything for them. And I thought, because the way that the thing came packaged, the actually had to be snapped into place. Thought, okay, they probably just have different bars you can buy with the trays and the cup holders and everything. Well, that's not true. At least none that I found. So I don't know, you know, what that will mean as far as the future goes. Maybe I'm sure there's generic kind of attachments and stuff you can get for strollers. Because I'm sure we will want to have at least cup holders for them in the future. But this stroller is the best thing ever. I highly recommend it. <laughs> so things that the girls are doing right now is Ramsey has always been playing with her bottle. Ever since we gave them bottles with handles when they were about three months old, they, they like took about a week or so to really get acclimated with them, figure out how to hold them, figure out how to eat out of them. And once they got the hang of it, Allegra was like all business. She always just held on to it as tight as she could and drank it as fast as she could. And Ramsey, as soon as she figured it out, was like, okay, I got the pick. And then she started playing with it. She'd hold it with one hand, she'd take it out of her mouth, she'd hold it with the other hand. For a while, it was really annoying because she couldn't figure out how to get it back to her mouth. Well, now she she could do acrobats with it. It's ridiculous. Um, she bounces on one finger and has no problem flipping it around and getting it back in her mouth. She could drop it and pick it back up again. But Allegra, I don't know if she's gotten this from watching Ramsey or what, but all of a sudden she started experimenting with the bottle. And it's just like Ramsey was in the beginning. She, she'll take it in one hand and then she'll drop it and she won't know how to get it back to her mouth. Or she'll flip it over so she's got like the bottom of the bottle on her mouth and she can't figure out how to flip it back over. Ramsey started this right after we gave them the bottles. And Allegra's just now starting. I just think that's silly. <laughs> and then on kind of the opposite front, Allegra has been playing with her tongue for maybe a month or so now. She sticks it out and she make like a little point with it and curl it up. It's almost as though she was going to try and touch the tip of her tongue. And she thinks it's really funny. She thinks it's really cute. She sticks it out of you if you stick it out of her. She started um, trying to make noises with it. And then all of a sudden, Dada came out. So that started just before we left for our trip to... San Diego and by the time we got back I mean all the girl says da 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 it's funny though because she usually only says it when she's angry <laughs> and I think that's great so when she like is ticked off and she wants to be picked up she says da da <laughs> I couldn't have planned that better myself 
But now, just in the past two days or so, Ramsey started with the tongue, pointing her tongue, just like Allegra does, like she's gonna t touch the tip of her nose. So I expect that Dada will come soon because I figure that's at least for Ram or for Allegra that was the step before. So we'll see. But again, I wonder if Ramsey, if that's normal progression for babies, and Ramsey just got to that point, or if she got it from watching Allegra and is trying to imitate her. I don't know. Now, as far as sounds go, though, Ramsey has always just been a screamer, and she started just before San Diego. She started doing this thing we were calling her roar and like I can try and make the sound as best as I can she'll go like <laughs> we're not really sure where it came from except that we do sing this song about dinosaurs and we roar in it so I don't know if she got it from that but it seems like it's stopped now I haven't heard it since I came we came back from San Diego it's very weird it seems as though she's changed it though to now she'll just do like, like she's, it's almost the same sound except without a noise associated with it. She's just making the, the movements in her throat. So we'll see. Just the other day, they were supposed to be in their cribs napping and I'm hearing all this fussing. So I went in there to see what the mess, what was going on. And the way that their cribs are set up in the room is they're each in one corner of the room, but the cribs, the long sides are facing each other, but there's a fair amount of space between them, like maybe eight feet or so. So Ramsey had pulled down the bumper on the long side of the crib that faced Allegra, and Allegra had pulled down the bumper on her side of the crib that faced Ramsey, and they were chatting with each other, for lack of a better word, <laughs> and giggling, and they thought that was so funny. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> are we gonna have to separate their rooms? <laughs> And that has happened like every day since the first day I saw it happen. Dan said, you know, you know, next thing's gonna happen is they're gonna crawl out of the crib to get to the other one. Lovely. My neighbor who has twin boys said that she got them. Now her boys were together in the same crib until they were nine months old, I think. But she got this um, tent thing that you can zip onto the top of the crib to keep them contained because the one figured out how to climb out and started teaching the other one how to climb out. Like, oh. That's terrible. <laughs> Ramsey is pretty bad about when the two of them are playing together. She will steal toys from Allegra all the time. And it's almost, you almost wonder if she really wanted the toy <clears throat> or if she's just doing it to get at Allegra because she'll be playing with something independently and it doesn't seem like she's bored or whatever, but she looks over and she sees Allegra playing with something else and she'll just snatch it right out of her hands. And Allegra always looks like, hey, what'd you do that for? <laughs> And half the time, Allegra will start crying, and I keep telling Allegra, take it back, take it back. <laughs> but of course, she doesn't really get that yet. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll sink in over time, though. But then when my parents were babysitting, they said that Ramsey and Allegra, were in, we've got two walkers for them in the kitchen. And so they were doing the little walker thing in the kitchen, and they heard all the squealing. They went in to see what was going on. And... Allegra had gotten Ramsey like pinned in the corner and Allegra was dancing around her like squealing with delight and Ramsey was yelling at Allegra. <laughs> That's so funny. And the other thing my parents said about when they babysat was that my mom was really surprised with how patient they were, which I find funny because I don't think they're patient at all, but of course I'm not used to having one. 
particularly when they're waiting for food. And I guess I've noticed that some, that if you put them in their high chairs and they have view of the kitchen from their high chairs so they can see that I'm getting stuff ready for them, they'll generally sit there for a while, unless they're really, really hungry. But if they're not like absolutely starving, they'll sit there and just watch me. So mom felt like as long as you were doing, actively doing something to fix their problem, they would be patient for you. But if you were playing with one and the other one wanted to play, then they weren't patient at all because they knew that you could do something to help them out. <laughs> and I think that's pretty true, actually. <laughs> that's when they're not patient at playtime. And it's funny because if you, especially Ramsey, has gotten really insatiable. She really wants to be held all the time, played with all the time, entertained all the time. And... If she's playing with something and you walk past and she sees you, well, then she'll start crying. Like, oh, I'm so sad. You need to come help me. But if you didn't get in her line of sight, she'd be completely satisfied with whatever it was she was playing with, which I find interesting on the one hand and annoying on the other hand. And actually, I started with their pack and play. We have two sheets for the pack and play. And I started taking one of the sheets and covering up the top of the pack and play. So it's like a little box that they sit in <laughs> because they can't see through that sheet and it makes it easier for me to walk by and do laundry and get my work done without them being distracted by my w walking by. But it's funny because my sister came over and she had her son in the pack and play and I was like, oh, let's put the lid on. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so something else that happens this week was we went to Babies R Us because we needed new car seats. The girls were really like outgrowing the little baby car seats, which makes me sad mainly because we have the snap and grow double stroller. So it's just a big frame that you can snap the two car seats in. And it's a great stroller. It's so convenient. You can put the girls in it wherever, whenever. It's just awesome. And I'm going to have to retire that stroller. I'm very sad about it. But it really was time. I thought we were really pushing the limits on weight and height. So we went out and we got, I don't even know what it's called. It's a Graco car seat. Uh, or not a Graco, even flow car seat. And it, they're really kind of funny looking. I think they look like um, leather couches. They're very, like, cozy. That was fine, except the Babies R Us. Well, first of all, this is my first trip to Babies R Us. And my Lord, was I blown away. It's a very cool store. But... We went there as opposed to getting them online or anything because I looked online and the one I was really kind of set on was this Eddie Bauer 3-in-1 car seat, which actually converts into a booster seat later. And the prices at Babies R Us versus all the online stores were basically the same. And then Babies R Us also has a 10% discount if you have multiples. So basically, it wasn't going to be much of a price difference. And if anything, it would have been cheaper at Babies R Us. Plus, we could go and actually touch the car seats, which I wanted to do. So anyway, we go down there. We check them out. We decide on these car seats. And the guy that's helping Dan get, like, the boxes down from the high shelf says, make sure you mention the multiples discount because you get 10% off. Now, I already knew this walking in, but it was nice to hear that reiterated, right? So we go up to the counter. They're checking this out. And I said can we get the multiples discount on these? And the girl kind of laughed and said, yeah, yeah, because you guys have twins or whatever. And then she rung it up, and there wasn't a discount on there. So Dan's looking at the receipt, and he says to her, he goes, so there isn't a discount on these? And she goes, well, no, I don't think there's 
I think she thought we were kidding when we said the multiple discount. And he goes, well, I thought we were, you know, the guy told me back there that we were supposed to get one. And she goes, oh, I didn't know there was such a discount. So she goes and talks to her manager. Apparently she was new. She didn't know. No big deal, right? So I'm not sure what the manager heard or didn't hear, but she comes over and is fixing the receipt. And she says, well, you know, you have to ask for this discount before we ring you up because as a store rule, we don't give you the discount unless you ask. First of all, it's just annoying that I think she thought that we didn't ask for the discount and that's why it didn't happen, which wasn't the case. But I don't really care about that either. What I care about is that it's the store policy that you don't get the multiple discount unless you ask. That seems so bizarre to me. It almost seems like they're using this multiples discount as an advertising gimmick, but they don't really want to give it to anybody. That makes me crazy. That like pisses me off. It makes me feel like writing a, a letter to the president of Babies R Us saying, you know, what is that all about? That's just a horrible policy. And I guess the only like logical thing I can come to is that they are trying to avoid people from, you know, me and my neighbor getting together and buying two car seats and getting the 10% discount because fall into the multiple discount rule which first of all 10% really isn't that much so are you really serious and second of all if you think that people who are unscrupulously trying to get the multiples discount are not going to just simply mention it you're crazy so I don't see how you're saving anything and all you're doing is making me feel uncomfortable about the fact that I have to then ask for this discount oh it just makes me crazy okay I wanted to talk a little bit about feedback slash other blogs and stuff I've been reading so the one is I've been listening to this podcast and it doesn't seem like they um, are really actively maintaining it right now shock because they have twins but um, it's called the restaurant fuel I like sea monsters podcast they have twin girls that are identical and they are older than ours maybe like over a year I think but I went back and listened to all their pregnancy podcasts and everything, and it's a good podcast. You might want to check it out. Um, again, I'm not sure if they're really actively updating. I think their latest one was in May. And then I had exchanged a few emails with a guy who writes twinboys.blogspot.com. He actually had a Frapper map that was just for people with twins. So I saw it on Frapper map, and I went and checked it out. So I just wanted to mention his blog, if anybody's interested. And another blog that I just found last night, I like stumbled upon it on the web, is called childsplayx2.com. Like, get it times two. He has a boy-girl set of twins that are, I think they're about a year and a half old now. And I found this website <laughs> to be hilarious and very touching. It was amazing. It's written by the father. He does things like he he wrote a letter. He writes a couple throughout. I didn't read the whole blog, but um, he throughout he wrote a couple letters to his babies, who obviously can't read yet. And one of them was this year on his wife's birthday. He said, all your mom wanted for her birthday was to get you guys a bike trailer so we could all go biking together. And she loves you so much. And she was so happy to see you give her cards with, you know, your scribbles on them for her birthday. And that's all you ever have to give her is love for her birthday. And then he puts in parentheses. But if you make it, if you get really rich, you better pony up. Because she breastfed you two for an entire year. <laughs> it cracked me up. The whole website was very, like, sweet and funny. And I think you should check it out. <laughs> 
And then I got a really, really exciting email when we were in San Diego, actually, from this woman named Pamela Fierro. And she writes the multiples.about.com site, which I'm sure anybody who has twins has visited. Um, I certainly did while I was pregnant. And even since then, they have stuff about <laughs> discounts of Babies RS, etc. And she said that she's been listening to the podcast and that she wanted to put a link to the show on her website. And I could not have been more giddy about it. I was so excited because I'm pretty sure I have about six listeners right now. <laughs> so maybe this will expand my listener base a little. Okay, and so then the last thing, I I'm, think I'm going to try and do this as a more regular thing, but I just pulled up an article about twins online, and I'm going to try and do one each week, and we'll see how it goes. So this one, I'll put the link up on my website because it's a long link, but it's off of sweet101.com, and they have a section called Parenting Twins, and all these articles are just written by parents of twins. This specific article is called Are You Twins? And it was written by Carrie Webbenhurst. And what she says in the article is that she has, I think they're 11-year-old twin boys, and they're fraternal and don't look anything alike. They look like siblings, and that's about it. And she says, I'm always amazed when people ask my boys if they're twins because she doesn't think they look alike at all. She can't even think that people would possibly consider them to be twins. And she was saying specifically that they were playing baseball and a coach from the other team saw them out in the field and pulled them aside and asked if they were twins. And she's like, I have no idea why you would even think they were related. <laughs> my comment on this is, I totally hear you. <laughs> I mean, my girls, I can definitely see they look like sisters. They have kind of the same nose. They both have blue eyes. But Ramsey has darker brownish reddish hair and Ramsey has lighter, it's, there's a little hint of red in there, but it's pretty much just blonde, blonde, longer hair. It, and Ramsey, or Allegra's is very fluffy. Ramsey's is very flat. Ramsey has a very round, short, round face and is tall and lean. And Allegra, now she, when she was born, she had a very skinny, long face. Now that she's chubby, she's got more of a round looking face just because she's got chubby cheeks. But she's chubby and she's short. They just, don't look that much alike to me. And the thing that really blows my mind is people will come up to me and say, are they identical? Like, are you kidding? Are you looking at them? <laughs> they don't look anything alike. <laughs> and, and people are like, really? You know, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And I'm sure that everybody out there with twins has had the same experience. It's just, I don't know. I think people don't know what to ask you. So they just say, are they twins? Because they don't know what else to ask you. But really, like, when they're this age, okay, they're infants, they're in a twin stroller, they're the same size, what do you think? <laughs> Is there another option? <laughs> and we actually have um, a friend of my parents that have grown twin daughters. He was uh, laughing at us the other day, and he said, so do people ask you if they're twins all the time? We're like, oh, God, yeah. And by the way, when I say all the time, it's like if you go to Target, you're going to get stopped like 10 times, 10 times. And it's not like, oh, cute. It's like, oh, are they twins? Are they identical? Are they fraternal? Did you have a C-section? You know, you have like this five-minute conversation with somebody 10 times. It's crazy. And by the way, I've had the same conversation 100 times in my life, more than that at this point. So it's about the last conversation I want to have. Anyway, so this guy said, well, you get the question all the time. He said, yeah. 
he said he started telling people, no, they're not twins. One of them's three years old and is just de developmentally challenged. <laughs> Can you imagine the look that people must give you? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I guess that's about all for this week. Please, if I have any listeners out there, please email me. I'd love to hear from you. My email address is doubletroublepodcast at gmail.com. My website is doubletroublepodcast.blogspot.com. So please come leave me a comment on the website or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I'll talk to you later.